0: Well, hello, listeners, and hello, Lisa. How exciting. We've got a pretty happy, vibrant episode today, haven't we?
1: We have. Hello, Nat. We have um, definitely got a nice, happy, vibrant um, episode planned today, definitely. If we uh, can let our listeners know, it's been
0: 12 months since we've had our podcast. I oh, you know.
1: Isn't that amazing? I mean, 12 months ago, we were just sort of a little, I suppose, a little bit nervous, apprehensive, um, you know, um, really didn't know what this would bring. And uh, it's been 12 months of meeting amazing people, amazing women and men, actually. We've had one male on the podcast and just hearing everyone's stories and sharing of information um, has been really, truly wonderful.
0: Mm, It really has and I guess we could go back to the beginning around why we decided on a podcast and you and I have had a podcast on our goals list for a little while now and probably over the years didn't quite know what that looked like and probably life in lockdown and COVID sort of stopped us pursuing that any earlier. But once we really got into this space of wanting to support women around you know menstrual health is where we started but then also in particular around perimenopause and menopause we just it just opened up a pandora's box in really having the opportunity to bring education and awareness and the stories of others to a platform because there's a real gap in the education
1: out there isn't there yeah there is it just kept coming up time and time again and and what we've also learned is that Obviously, uh, men and women are different and it's those gender differences, just the way we think and we go about doing things. It's, it's a clear difference. And I think that uh, was a real point of difference that we wanted to uh, bring to the forefront in, in relation to the podcast.
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. Because when we formed Own Your Health Collective back in early 2020, and again, we had big aspirations, despite mm-hmm. the universe having different <laughs> different ideas for us. But we started off in that whole health space, didn't we? And you and I collectively come together and we share our story very often in that we came together from our own respective businesses with complementary expertise and knowledge in that coaching space but in that whole health idea and we realised that we could come together and bring something pretty unique to the world around supporting people, around physical, mental, emotional and spiritual health. Mm. And then from there it's sort of like, well, you know what, how do we really get to the crux of supporting people's health? Because there's a lot of people out there who are doing similar work to us. And there's obviously similar messages and and very worthy in everyone's right. We need to have those messages. But you and I had a really strong passion to always create sustainable behaviour change and really make a difference. We didn't want to be seen as a tick and a flick. We didn't want to be seen <laughs> as something that people felt they had to do. We wanted to really support their healthy bodies, healthy aging, healthy growth in their life to live, you know, so that they could continue to live their best life. And then we landed on, you know what, let's have a look at menstrual health and let's really educate women. Cause you and I were, in that space supporting ourselves I was having a few hormonal issues at the time myself and really got into understanding my cycles and the four phases and that was just incredible it was really powerful, wasn't it so so powerful and then mm. of course menopause kept coming up constantly didn't it and then and the realization yeah. that people didn't know that there's you know distinct phases with menopause in perimenopause menopause and then postmenopause. and we thought you know what we've got to really create change and awareness and, and education here, don't we?
1: Yeah, true. And and I think what um has been a biggest learning too, just with working with clients, is just how perimenopause crosses over into that menstrual health bit. And it I don't know if sad's the right word, but so many women just weren't aware of of that and you know, just wondering why their cycle was changing when it was just so fluent. You know, from month to month, really for them. So that's been a big learning, and that's, I suppose, obviously led into the the men menstru- the menopause part too. And you know, it's a, such a journey for so many women. It can last, you know, ten to twelve women for some women. If, you know, when they're coming into perimenopause and then make that transition into menopause and beyond. So, and there's a lot of education out there. There's it, it's starting. I'm I, it's pleasing to see that there's lots more information coming out now. But women, you know, we're so good at managing the family or, you know, or the household or our lives. If women don't have children, you know, whatever it looks like, Um, but being aware that their body is going through these changes is really powerful when they, you know, understand that um, and how they can actually navigate um, from there.
0: Mm, Yeah, for sure. And I have to say, I've spoken to quite a few women over the last week or two weeks and, Still, that question to me does come up. Obviously, I'm in my 40s and I'm not perimenopausal. And the confusion still is, you know, why am I in this space? Why am I supporting women around perimenopause? And I always just reiterate again, the importance of that education before we come into that phase, knowing Mm. our bodies, knowing our cycles, being able to feel the whispers and the changes in our body and, and give ourselves permission to actually connect to those is really important. So as much as I'm not in perimenopause, there's a great level of education and awareness that women can have before they come into that phase.
1: Yeah, and, and I think you make a good point that whether you're in it or not, I think the elements are there that you need to be looking after your health and that self-care element and and just looking after you to be a better you, mum, whatever it is that you want to be. But we all should really, you know, even in our, you know, in our early 20s, and you and I have had lots of discussion around this, that the the sooner that we're actually, you know, moving our bodies better, um, sleeping better, uh, being a more, bit more mindful, slowing down, you know, looking at our nutrition, the sooner we start that, and I bang on to my boys about this all the time actually, and they go, oh, I've got plenty of time. Well, you know, it catches up with you. You know, time goes so quickly. Um So even if you're not at that stage yet, it's really important to start doing those things and and becoming you know a habitual sort of um, element in your everyday life. That you know we're so good at doing the bad things and making them our habits. Well, why not flip it around and make the good things and make them our habits? That you know take us into different phases of our life where we are. And you know we even just the the element of moving our bodies and how beneficial it can be for us in so many ways for our mind health especially as we you know as we age You want to age healthfully even if it's not on your radar I really think that element of self care is really really important mm. so doing all of that that's great
0: yeah it, it really is and it's funny I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and we were talking about the fact that we're not a preventative society when it mm. comes to health we are just not focused on prevention mm. we're very much focused about She'll be right. You know that old mentality, Australian mentality, she'll be right mate, and I'll worry about it when the time comes. And I I can say that that's how I was back before I had my daughter or fell pregnant with my daughter. I it wasn't on my radar until the time really had to come that I thought, okay, well we're going to try for a baby here. Let's let's do what I have to do with my cycles or learn about my cycles. And Even then I didn't really learn that much because I was very fortunate to have fallen pregnant very quickly, but yeah, we're we're just not we're not preventative. We're very much reactive. And and mm. I actually had this conversation uh, with someone else around the idea that if you don't make time for your health, you've got to make time for illness. And we always will make time for illness. It, you know, when things happen and we're sick and something happens, we always make time for that. So we really need to flip our mindset and be preventative and live our best life today in supporting our stress levels, movement, nutrition, our entire body, our mindset, spiritual health, and know that it's helping us today but also setting us up for the future as well. And actually, if I can just share this wonderful quote that I found, it's on my Insight Meditation app. Nice. There's a voice that doesn't use words. Listen
1: powerful and very powerful it talks about and we're always talking about those whispers aren't we because we often hear about uh women and men saying you know they talk about things happening differently from their health perspective but they don't take notice of it and I think if it happens once I just sort of think oh it's just I'm not well that's because of this or I'm tired that's because of this but if it keeps happening it's your body you know and if you listen to it you know and sometimes. We don't listen to it, actually, and then it yells so loudly that it goes just, you know, kaboom, and then we take notice. But, you know, how how amazing would it be if we actually started listening to those whispers before it got a lot worse, you know? Mm, yes, yeah,
0: most definitely. And I'm just reflecting on some of the episodes that we've had, and we asked that question to all of our guests, you know, how will they come into their power? Because essentially that's what we're trying to invoke and inspire women to do is to see this phase as a powerful phase a profound phase that you know there's so much more life to live and we can come into our power and one of the key things that a lot of our guests shared in terms of coming into their power was really about owning who they are listening to their body
1: yeah yeah and and just you know taking that step in relation to educating themselves around what's happening or seek out help in relation to it, whether it be their doctor, their naturopath, their coach, whatever it looked like, and, you know, just to be able to create a program or a process that they could start following to get their health back on track and actually really, oh, yeah, it's not just something that's flippant. It's something that I need to to actually stand up and take notice of. Mm,
0: Yeah, and I Um, think the other key message that I have taken from our episodes, particularly the stories of others, A lot of them work in this professional space in supporting women around Mm. health and I guess what what it highlighted was that there's a lot of options there and it doesn't just take one option to support yourself there's a range of different things to try and I mean you've spoken quite a few times around some of the different things that you've tried Mm. it's really around that trial and error
1: to see what works it it is and not to lose heart either because sometimes and, and you know and just expect that it's things um unfortunately these things um happen quickly but they take longer to you know to rectify and I think it's the big thing that I'm learning um and even that's coming through with the women that we speak to is that you need to give yourself time for your body to adapt and change and get better all those things and it's it's probably not going to happen as quickly as what it came on, you know, it came on to you um, at that time sort of thing, if that makes sense. So there was a um, a really good, um, we, we posted also on our Instagram page recently about nothing's any good unless you're taking care of yourself. And for me that epitomises just how true that really is. You know, you've got to take care of yourself, whatever that looks like, before you can sort of, you know, advance forward with you know, with life and if you're ignoring it, it's 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 just not it's just gonna hold you back from you know, I think in the now that I'm um in my fifties, it's you know, you're at a point where you sort of just want to get on with it. You know, my kids are getting a bit older. Um and you just wanna get on with that next phase and enjoy it. And you can enjoy it. Um, if you're looking after yourself. If you've got things that are niggling and just staying around and they're not getting better and they're getting worse, it's going to hold you back. And that's apparent even if you're in your 40s or your 30s, you've just got to get on to looking after yourself. Mm. And keep coming back to what it is that you want from life. And we
0: hear Mm. so often, probably Mm. 95% of the people we work with, I just want to live my best life. Mm. I just want to be happy in my own skin. I just want to feel healthy and I guess that's the challenge for you as we wrap up, start to wrap up this episode is what does that look like to you? What does living mm. your best life look like? And if you feel like you're not living your best life, what can you do to support yourself? And and even if a, even if it's a small thing, it might even be just reflecting on what it is that you need to, to live your best life.
1: Absolutely. As I say to clients, it could be just including more vegetables in your diet every week. Like, you know, it's, it does. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to be difficult. And I think we, we, we um, acknowledge that something needs to change but then we think it's too big a change when in fact it only has to be small incremental changes and it could be one change every, you know, whatever that time duration looks like for you and I think that's really, really important. It's a really good point, that.
0: Mm, Yeah, for sure. Well, we have absolutely loved the last 12 months in being able to bring our 40-odd episodes to you every week. And it's been really inspiring for us to connect with the many guests that we've had. But Mm -hmm. also we feel so fortunate to be able to bring our expertise and our knowledge to supporting you. And we really do appreciate
1: that you're listening to us every week. Yeah, we really do. And we're loving the feedback that we're receiving. So please, please, please keep leaving some reviews and um, we'd love to hear hear your messages as well. For sure. And uh, on to
0: the next 12 months of perimenopause power. Woohoo! let's go. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you.
1: And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.